Amen, amen, amen. Why don't we just take a moment and begin to praise God and begin to thank Him for His power and for His goodness in our life right now. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for this day. We thank you, God, for the opportunity to experience your power and your presence right here and right now in this place. We pray, God, that you'll transform us from the inside out. I pray that you will speak life, Lord, into our circumstances. Lord, let your will be done right now. We're thankful for it all. We pray, God, let our hearts be open and tuned to you. We believe it together. We receive it now in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And amen. I am so glad that you are here today at the sanctuary. I'm believing God for great things as we continue to allow God to speak to us today. I believe he has a word for you. And so my prayer is that our heart will be in tune with the Lord. Our eyes will be fixed upon him. Amen. Most people love playing games, but sometimes, can I be honest, it is for a variety of different reasons. For some people, it's just for the sheer joy of playing a game. For others, well, it's because you are playing to win. Now, I've got to confess this. I've got to be honest here. I have been accused at times for playing to win. Now, look, I'm going to have a whole bunch of fun when I am winning, and I do try to learn lessons from when I do lose, but apparently I have been told in the past that I can be pretty competitive when I play any game. I'm thinking back some time now, many years ago, I was sitting in the cafeteria at Gateway College, and several of us were gathered around a chess game. Like I shared last week, it's in this particular game that the most important piece on the board is the king. The goal of the game is to trap your opponent so they can't move their king. That's when you will hear those fatal words, checkmate. That afternoon, one of my professors, they were playing, and it was great. It was just a lot of fun watching uh, him play. He really is one of my dearest life mentors, probably the smartest human I know. And I watched in awe as he obliterated a freshman playing chess. And that's when he asked, hey, Anyone else want to play? Who's going to play next? So, in fact, I foolishly volunteered myself. I was young, full of passion and hope. So I sat across that giant of an individual to play the game of chess. And so we began, we began, we traded pieces for the first part of the game. As we continued to play, more and more students gathered around the table to watch our game. My competitive drive was an overdrive. In the end, it came down to my king and a pawn, and without realizing it, the final trading of pieces left him with only his king. And so we danced around the board with our kings. I made one defining move with my king, and it allowed my pawn to escape and make it to the other side of the board, to his side of the board. And I promoted it to a queen, and the game was over. I sat there in disbelief at what had just happened, unsure how in the world did I 
pull off this victory. I even wonder that, you know, maybe in his kindness, maybe he just let me win. I savored, though, the sweet feeling of victory, feeling lucky to make it out of that game alive. You see, this final move with my king, it brought victory against an amazing opponent. And I want you to know today in our own lives, no matter how outmatched we might feel in our current situation, you are just one move away from victory, from sweet victory today. Amen. Last week, we talked about the power of our King, Jesus Christ, and how he is always working on our behalf. When we give Jesus our full allegiance, that's the moment great things can happen because that's when we change our expectations. And in doing so, he changes our values. We partner with him to share his kingdom here on earth. And so today we're going to talk more about his kingdom and how that power is alive and real in us today. Amen. Last week we talked about the issues of the heart that when we surrender to his lordship in our lives, our hearts change. Today, if we want the power of the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords in our lives, then heart change, it must translate into actions. Our King is not defeated today. Amen. He still has a move. Why don't you turn to your neighbor and tell him, hey, he still has a move. Amen. We must align our thoughts and actions with God's kingdom today. Amen. There is a kingdom of light and a kingdom of darkness. And I promise you this. I want to do everything possible to be part of the kingdom of light today. Amen. Don't you want to be part of the kingdom today? Don't you want to be a part of the kingdom of light today? Amen. And one glorious day, if we continue to follow after him, greater things are in store for us. We understand that we have a promise today that every knee will bow before Jesus. Every problem, every struggle, every pain, and every war worry will one day be cast aside because Jesus Christ rules and reigns on the throne of this universe. Amen. Why don't we give God praise for that right now? Thank you, Jesus, for what you have done and what you will do in the moments ahead. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Amen. Philippians chapter 2 and verse 9, it talks about how everyone will one day declare that he is king. Therefore, God had also highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth. And every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Amen. And so today we're going to continue our sermon series. The king still has a move and he's moving through 
you. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and tell them, hey, the king still has a move and he is moving through you. Amen. Amen. And amen. Let's be real now today as we get things started. Sometimes it seems that the odds are stacked against us. And they feel like we are in a no-win situation today. No one is really thinking that we will pull off the win, that we will pull off the victory. Feels like nothing we can do will get us out of our situation. But can I tell you today that your heavenly king, that he still has a move. Amen. Don't count yourself out because the king of kings is on your side today. Amen. Jesus is about to turn your no win situation into a glorious victory. Why? Because he still rules and reigns on the throne of this world and of heaven and of the entire universe. Amen. The world may not realize it. We might not feel it, but Jesus Christ is on the throne. Amen. And he's about to bring supernatural transformation into our lives because he has all power. He has all strength today. And his kingdom is the only one that will endure all of this turmoil. In historical times, a kingdom was a geographical area containing a particular group of people. It was ruled by a king who set and defined the laws of that land. The king blesses all who would faithfully serve him. The kingdom of God, now that is similar to an earthly kingdom. We are his people today. We are subject to the Lord's commands today. And he blesses us out from his gracious mercy. Make no mistake about it. Now, we cannot earn God's mercy. We cannot earn the blessings of the Lord. But if we want to walk in the power of his kingdom today, we must submit to his principles. We must submit to his commands. The kingdom is the gathering together of God's people under his rule, under his care. This experience brings unity with each other and with the Lord. The kingdom is the dimension in which we get to partner with God. We get to partner with others on this glorious journey. We are called to fulfill God's purpose here on earth, and it certainly has eternal consequences. You see, when we focus on our needs more than on our king, we miss out on what the kingdom is really all about. We feel trapped like everything is stacked against us. But if we see our role, our rightful place in God's kingdom, we'll keep looking for another move from our king and we'll be able to partner with him as he moves. The kingdom of God in this kingdom, well, we are saved by him. We are saved for his purpose. Salvation not only includes what we are saved from, but what we are saved for. It not only includes what we are saved from, delivered from, but what we are saved 
for. We're saved from death for life today. Amen. We are saved from shame and for His glory. We are saved from slavery and for freedom. We are saved from sin and for following our Savior. We're saved from the kingdom of darkness and for the kingdom of light. Amen. To be saved into God's kingdom is to embrace God's complete rule over every aspect of our life. I mean everything today. It means that we now are called to a new life. A new identity. We're called to live as citizens of a new kingdom. Amen. Last week we talked about surrendering our will over to God. And today I want to discuss ways in which we surrender our actions to the King of glory. Amen. For Jesus to really be Savior and King in our lives, we must change our priorities. Amen. If we desire to follow after the Lord today, we must be willing to change our priorities today. Focus on the Lord today to live like Jesus is our King. It requires a realignment of our personal priorities because that's the moment that our priorities, it must reflect his priorities. Amen. Folks, why don't I start with another analogy today on this? We're all wired differently, right? Which means that we all have a whole bunch of different hobbies, perhaps. If you want to build puzzles, well, more power to you. If you want to go skydiving, well, great. Just make sure that your parachute works before you jump out of the plane. Some of you have a green thumb. You love to garden. Well, if you were to come over to our house, you would see some lovely raised flower beds. You might think that I love gardening. Well, if that's what you think, you are sadly mistaken today. Doesn't mean I don't work in those beds. Now, no, 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 no. I do spend a fair amount of time working throughout the year in those beds, but it's not because it's my hobby. No, it's because it's my wife's hobby. <laughs> because I love her so much. And I desire to make her happy. Things that are important to her have become important to me. Planting, replanting, it's really not how I like to unwind. But it does bring her joy. And let's face it, I'm all about that today. Folks, can I tell you, if you want to please your heavenly king today, you've got to take on his Priorities. If you desire to please the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, you must take on His priorities. When we focus on things that matter to God, our priorities, our personal priorities, they will shift and our lives will look different. In other words, we'll become a Christian who actually lives like a Christian. Imagine that. We'll become a Christ follower who actually lives as though they are following Jesus Christ. We'll live like a citizen of the kingdom of God. 
It's been said there are two places to determine where our priorities are. If you want to look to figure that out, there are two places we need to look inside ourselves to determine what are our priorities. It's where we spend our time and on what we spend our money on. Where we spend time and what we spend money on. Jesus calls us to surrender everything to him. He challenged his followers to bring kingdom values into their day-to-day lives. Matthew 6 and 33 compels us today. It says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. So what's it mean to seek first the kingdom of God? Of God. Well, it means putting Christ and the things of the Spirit first in our lives. Every day, let's face it, we're, we've got a dozen, if not a zillion choices, right, that we've got to make. Are we going to eat the ice cream? Are we going to get the pudding? Are we going to get some sort of a Pop-Tart? Are we going to get just regular cereal for breakfast? What are the things, the choices that we have? We're faced with choices every single day. What will we place our time into? What will we place our energy into? What things will we do? It can be placed, of course, our time and energy into things that are temporal, that have no lasting spiritual value. Or we can invest in things that are related to the kingdom of Jesus. There are only so many hours in a day. So really the question is how much of that time are we focused and spending on things of eternal value, of spiritual activities today. What are we doing today? How are we spending our time reading the Word, our God? Are we reading God's Word in our life? Are we praying? Are we, are we fasting? Or how are we worshiping the Lord on a daily basis? What does that look like on a daily basis? Are we investing in godly relationships with others? Is my time spent on my goals? or God's vision and plan. Here's the beautiful thing. When my focus, my heart, my values align with God's, I will naturally want to spend time pursuing His things. Praise God. I will naturally desire, I will want to spend my time pursuing the things of God. When I do this, I am seeking first his kingdom. Amen. Turn to someone and tell them it's time to seek first his kingdom today. Amen. Hey, it's time to seek first the kingdom of the Lord. Hey, it's time to seek his plan and purpose for our lives today. God is with us and God is for us. God's got great things in store. And when his priorities become my priorities, it will change my destiny. When his priorities become my priorities, it will change my destiny. Oz Guinness says in The Call, we are not primarily called to do something or go somewhere. We are called to someone. We are not called first to special work, but first we are called to God. The key to answering the call is to be devoted to no one and to nothing above God himself. Amen. 
Here's the beautiful thing about God's kingdom. We're all called to greatness in him. Why? Because we are first called to him. All right. And then we are called to live for him. We're first called to him and then we are called to live for him. Our mission in Christ, it flows from our relationship with the Lord. When I get that first part right, my relationship with him, that it is the most important thing in my heart and life, then living out his priorities and mission in my life will absolutely change my destiny. It will change the very direction in which my life moves toward from that moment forward, both in this life and in eternity. One of the major ways Satan can pull us off course is by appealing to our own reasoning. When our focus drifts away from the word of God and from God's kingdom, we gravitate toward ideas that seems somewhat reasonable to us. And then we go about justifying what we are going to do. How can we do the work of Jesus, the mission to which we are called when we do not make him our first priority? That may be the big reason why we're unsure of our life mission. We don't know how to listen to the one who desires to send us. We're not sure how to hear his voice. We're not listening to the one who is sending us. In Proverbs, the Bible warns, chapter 14, verse 12, there is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. I promise you this. When we stay connected to God's word and God's mission, you won't have to worry about all the competing voices that lead people astray because our destiny will be secure because our foundation is on Jesus Christ. We won't have to worry about the consequences of living life unto self, ourselves. Why? Because we will be living a life that is fulfilling his kingdom. Your king today, he still has a move. Amen. Can I tell you this? And you are part of his plan. Amen. The king still has a move and you are part of the plan. Amen. There's a mighty harvest that is to be reaped all around us today. There are people who are hungry, searching, that desire the things of the Lord. They desire peace desire his joy. They need his goodness and mercy to flow freely in their life. And it is your destiny, your life purpose today to, to go about and bring that to fruition because God's kingdom wants to flow through you. Amen. No matter the struggles, no matter the uncertainty that we are currently facing, can I tell someone that Jesus Christ is King and Lord and he rules supreme in the entire universe. Amen. He will never lose his seat as the King. Amen. He is King of this world and of the world to come. Jesus Christ is King over everything. Amen.
and one glorious day everyone will recognize him as both king and savior. But today, today is the day for us to surrender to Jesus because the king still has a move. Amen. Jesus is here right now and he's ready to transform our lives. Don't allow the noise of the world, the noise all around us to drown out God's voice today. Don't allow the noise of everything to distract us from what God is calling us to be today. There's so many distractions in this world. There are so many distractions in our life right now and they all desire to deter us from who God is calling you to be. Amen. Sometimes we say that we want a king, but really it's more like a magic genie than a Lord. We want the blessings and the favor of God without living according to his principles. We want our priorities and our purpose to be about advancing our own agendas for the here and now and not for the eternal. I promise you this. When you fully surrender to Jesus Christ, when you make him Lord of all, over everything, can I tell you, when you do so, you are going to gain trust for him. You begin to walk in his power and in his strength. You'll be following after his will for your life. It'll change everything today. Amen. You can know that no matter what comes your way, when you're following after his will, and you're doing his will on this earth, that the king still has a move, and that move will occur in your heart and through your life, because Jesus Christ will never be placed in a box, trapped today by the enemy with no way out. No, he's able to make a way where there seems to be no way today. He's able to part the Red Seas and drown out the enemy that's trying to destroy you today. Why? Because he's got all power in his hands today, and he is with you, and he is for you. He is working on our behalf today. Why? Because we desire to work for his kingdom. Amen. When we make his priorities our priorities, when we're praying according to his will, he's able to do the work on our behalf. Why? Because we are working for his kingdom. Amen. Let me ask, do you have a relationship with Jesus that's only concerned about today? Or is it a relationship that has God's kingdom in mind? Do you saturate your life with activities, work, interests, your ways? Or do you saturate your life with God's ways, God's love? and God's forgiveness. Are you more interested in how you look or how others see you today? Or are you interested that your friends and family will be with you in God's kingdom one glorious day? Your faith will be made whole when you keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. 
He has all power over all things today. We're called to live out His kingdom today. Your king still has a move. Are you ready for it today? Because God's about to show up in your circumstance. God is about to show up in your life right now. Don't allow the struggles to convince you that the king doesn't see you. No, Jesus still sees you today. The king, he's got an answer for your dilemma today. Amen. The king has all power and he's able to do great things in your life even right now. Your king has as much power in your life as you are willing to give to him. And so if you want him to fully redeem your life, your story, then we must give all of our life, all of our story to him. One day everyone will recognize who is both king and savior. The king still has a move. Jesus is here right now and ready to transform our lives today. Amen. He loves you. He loves you enough to have laid down his life for you on Calvary. When you keep your focus on him, you're allowing his power and strength to gird you, to be your foundation. You're allowing his love to embrace you. Your faith will be made strong when he's king over all in your life. And so we must follow his values, his purpose, his passion. We must follow his truth today. Amen. We're going to pray and I pray God will speak life into our circumstances as we fully allow his will to occur in us. Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for this day. We thank you, God, for all that you have done. You've challenged us by your word. We know, God, you still have a move today. Move on our behalf now. Speak life into our circumstances. Turn our concerns over to you. We want your priorities to be our priorities. We want our thoughts to be subject to your thoughts. Lord, we know you still have a move. You desire to move through us. So right now, we surrender our all to you, our life our choices, our priorities, our future, our destiny, our dreams are all laid on the altar today. Here we are, Lord. Use us today. We give you our everything, God. We give you our all today. We will focus upon you, focus upon your kingdom, and allow it to play out in our hearts and lives by every decision we make. Speak life, speak hope, speak direction to us right now. Let your word transform us now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And amen. The king has a move and we desire to be a part of his plan here on earth. Amen. If you surrendered your life to Jesus Christ today, would you go to our website and would you fill out a contact card? We would love to hear about what God wants to do in your heart and life. If you want to be part of a Bible study, today is your opportunity. Why don't you pick up the phone, send us an email, let us know. Let's get you plugged in to a Bible study. If you want to be baptized in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, amen, we will do that. We will find a time, we will book a time together and do so. Why? Because we believe God has more for you. Jesus has more for you. It's time to take the next step in your walk with the Lord. If you've never received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, evidence was speaking in tongues. You can have God living on the inside of you. Amen. We will pray with you. We will believe 
believe with you right now. Can we just take a moment and begin to worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords? Jesus still has a move. He loves you today. He's got great things in store for your future and for your life right now. Would you just take a moment and thank Him for that? Believe that with me. Amen. Let's worship Him right now. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for it. We give you glory right now. We praise you for it. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We worship you and praise you for it now. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen.